Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. We are here to support you and your sport. Gun Sports Radio Show 107. You can check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on Instagram. You can even email us if you want. Go to gunsportsradio.com and uh, just let us know. Hey, also, Gun Range San Diego. Oh, my gosh. What would we do without them? 7853 Balboa Avenue, best gun range in San Diego. The Nordstrom's of gun ranges, to be exact. Need to check them out. Just not the price. Seven days a week, 10 to 10, family-owned and operated. They love first-time shooters, and they embrace the pros. Check them out. Gun Sports Radio. Well, we got Lance in the house. We got Michael Schwartz and Hollywood. Dave. All in a circle. And, uh, Michael, you have a special guest with us today. I have a very special guest, um, Wendy from San Diego County Gun Owners. She's the executive administrator for San Diego County Gun Owners, um, has been extremely busy lately, but one of the very cool things that she did um, is on Monday, she went down and visited everybody's favorite everybody's favorite agricultural board yes. that oversees the, uh, mm. the fairgrounds there at Del Mar. And so I wanted her to come on the line and talk about what she did and uh, how it all went. Wendy, are you there? Hey, how are you? Fantastic. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for having me. You bet. So tell everybody um, what the purpose of your visit to the Agricultural Board was. So I, I went to the board meeting earlier this week to present 30 letters that San Diego County gun owners collected from city council members and mayors all across the county, um, you know, including Santee, uh, Chula Vista, Lemon Grove, Oceanside, Vista, San Marcos, Escondido, a um, bunch of cities all across the county. Yep. City of San Diego, all over, all over the county. It was awesome. And what did, now what did the letters say? Or, you know, what's an example or what, what were the point of the, uh, of the letters? The letters pointed out that the state, um, the fairgrounds is a state-owned regional asset and that the constituents of the city council members and mayors that were writing these letters were people who used that asset and that they have just as much right to be there as anyone in Del Mar or Solana Beach does. So they, they all supported keeping the gun show at the fairgrounds. Right. For those, for those out there that have been uh, in, living in a cave for the past year or so um, and haven't uh, seen the papers the or listening to the show, the fairgrounds are uh, the board is thinking of canceling the gun show the gun show that's been here for 30 years five shows a year uh they're thinking of canceling it because uh a small group of extremist uh uh um activists del martians del martians are trying to like uh, to get rid of it and they actually got the city of delmar uh to pass a resolution saying yeah we as a city don't want the gun show there um, so it's getting really bad, and people think, "Oh, it's not going anywhere." Uh, I got news for you: the I think if the if the vote were taken tomorrow, I think the gun show would would be in in bad shape. I think there's a very real possibility that those board members will vote against it. And there's there's what nine people on that uh, council? Nine people, not elected, but appointed by the governor, and eight of them are Democrat. Well, how bad is it if they leave Del Mar? 
Well, so there are, there could, there are other. The problem is they need for a, for a gun show seventy, eighty thousand square feet of usable space and twelve hundred parking places. You yeah, know how many how many venues across the county can accommodate? Yeah, them? Scottish Rite won't do you it. You know, so it's really really difficult. Um, but so what we've done is we've gotten hundreds of people to show up. You know, at, at an agricultural board meeting, uh, we did our ten thousand uh, dollar uh, dollar uh, gun show challenge, yep. showing that hey, of yep. course they're abiding by the law. Um, you know, we've done all these things to okay. show that they have a really broad you know, support. And this latest uh, that, that Wendy did is she presented, you know, these 30 email or excuse me, 30 sign letters from different city council members across the county showing that, yes, we as a you know representative of our city, an elected representative, we support the gun show and Del Mar shouldn't have more of a say in what goes on there than any other city. Now, what else went on there, Wendy? Well, we also pointed out several past political contributions from each of the board members. Um, you know, there were a lot of um, large campaign contributions to anti-gun, um, anti-gun causes and anti-gun candidates. So we just wanted to point out that, you know, they need to make the decision based on the law and be fair and objective rather than show rather than use their anti-gun bias to make the decision about whether or not the gun show should stay. So some of the ag board members made uh, you know considerably uh high uh contributions to uh anti-gun politicians but also to for example Prop 63, right? Mhm, Prop 63, um even Mayor Filner who <laughs> we all Love. Yeah. Disgraced. Uh, you always have to say uh, yeah. disgraced. Disgraced <laughs> Bob Filner. Former Mayor Bob Filner. Um, yeah, I mean, there were multiple candidates that have championed anti-gun legislation that these these board members have made contributions to. And now when you went up and uh, said, hey, here are 30 letters from city council members and mayors across the county, and you said, and we're concerned with your political contributions clouding your uh, your ability to be unbiased, when you when you pointed this out to the agriculture, by the way, she did this at an agricultural board meeting. It was during the public comment section where they're not allowed to respond. So they're not allowed. There's no back and forth. And she got, what, like three minutes? You get three minutes. You could say anything you want. But unless it's on the agenda, it can't be discussed. So when you went up there and gave your three minutes and pointed all this out and told them, hey, here are the letters, what was the response like, Wendy? <laughs> so there was some uh, angry waving at each other. They They kind of were gesturing towards each other about, who is this girl and what does she think she's doing? Um, but that's correct. I mean, the, the public comment, because because they aren't agenda items and they haven't given public notice about the topics that are being presented in the public comment section, they're not allowed to respond. However, President Shoemaker, who has been very vocal against the gun show, um, insisted on clarifying that these letters, despite the fact that they were signed as city council members and mayors, and they were on letterhead, you know, um, city letterhead, that he insisted that these were just letters from individuals and that they did not mean anything. Unreal. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I pointed out that, right. you know, again, these are did letters ta- on letterhead. Did you tell him to shut up? Just about, man. And wait till you see the video. I mean, she pushed right back. And, awesome. You know, he just said, hey, 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 shut up. It's my time. <laughs> she did a fantastic job, and and uh, but it was... Uh, extremely rude, very unprofessional of the of the president, and I think it was really indicative of the problem. Uh, you know that that the gun show is facing there. So, but you did tell him what you said, Wendy. Oh uh, well, you know, it just that they signed on behalf of their constituents as a city council member and a mayor. I mean, it literally says, you know, so and so city council member. So so that indicates that they're signing on behalf of their constituents that's right if you want to see that video uh of of wendy uh, giving her presentation if you want to read more about it uh, we have it up on on our facebook if you go to facebook.com slash sdcgo or if you go to our website san diego county gun owners and look under the media section we have that posted so you can actually see uh, wendy give her statement and you can read more about it you can read our press release um but uh it's it's pretty bad it's it's getting pretty bad for that gun show so wendy what are they when when are they gonna actually make the decision so their decision goes to a vote at the uh, board meeting on september 11th so we need everybody's help we want as many people there as possible to um to show our support in, in favor of the gun show Yep, September 11th what at time? the delmar fairgrounds at it starts at 1 30 but man starts you, at 1 30 yeah i mean I, you know we when I was there earlier this week, it took four hours to get through the um, the agenda. So, so make plans to be there all afternoon. Um, we do not know where it will be on the agenda yet, but you know, rest assured, they will make us wait as long as they could. Well, there you go. That's being real American. All right, kid. Hey, we appreciate uh, you taking time out of your day to to do this for us. Great job, Wendy. Hey, folks, check out Triton Gunsmithing. If you need to get your gun worked on, upgraded, tricked out, hot-rotted, tritongunsmithing.com, tritongunsmithing.com. Call them at 858-577-0576. Tell Juan and Dan we said hi. Right here on AM 1170, the answer. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. We are the answer. Hey, do you or any of your family members have a firearm or other weapons for personal protection? Well, do you plan to get a CCW? Well, what would happen if you got pulled over? And maybe you got arrested for whatever reason. What are you going to do? Well, what you're going to do is spend $10 for firearms legal protection and they will take care of you. Go to FirearmsLegal.com, FirearmsLegal.com. For $10, they'll cover the whole family, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can rest assured you'll never have a problem again when it comes to protecting your Second Amendment rights. You can call them at 469-310-9100. And make sure you mention it, that you heard it right here on Gun Sports Radio. That's what keeps us on air. Alrighty now. Have we got Mr. Dillon on the line? By the way, folks, if you ever need a, a amazing lawyer, Gasky Dillon and Balance LLP. We got John Dillon on the line. This guy is amazing. If you need any help at all when it comes to the legal aspects, cafirearmslaw.com. Go to cafirearmslaw.com. 
Or you can call John at 760-431-9501. The call is free. Uh, you can send him an email for free. There's no charge unless he has to start doing paperwork. And if he's got to start doing paperwork. And, you know, we're so lucky to have John oh, man. on because uh, people look on the Internet to get all these answers and they're going to go to jail. You know, we've got John Dillon, the best guy on the planet for this. So we appreciate having John on. And you listeners out there, tell your friends. Yeah. So what's up there, Hollywood? Hey, you guys are too kind. Hey, how's Grandpa? <laughs> Ah, he's doing all right. I uh, actually went to visit him today again, so we're uh, just taking care of him. Did you take him but, a six-pack? Uh, Did you take him a six-pack? Oh, of course. There you yeah. go. That'll get him back on track. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I figure it's been a little while since I did a legislative update, and there are a number of bills that people should be aware of, so I figured we'd get started. <laughs> Let's right. do it. So... All right. Well, there's one piece of good news, so I guess I'll start with that because good news is so rare. But uh, we had AB uh, 2382, which was the firearm parts uh, legislation. Basically, this piece of legislation was, and you want to talk about uh, an extreme infringement. Yeah, that was really bad. This would have required background checks for gun parts, uh, and the way the language of the bill is written is essentially any gun part uh, would require you to get a background check. So if you needed a new spring or something uh, that was necessary for your gun's operation, you know, have fun applying for a background check for your $2 spring. Uh, It also would have required face-to-face sales for all gun parts, so there'd be no more uh, purchasing gun parts online. Uh, it would have put age restrictions on firearm accessories. So, like, scopes, you'd have to be either 18 or 21 to do that. Uh, it would have required FFLs to get an additional license to sell gun parts because the license to sell firearms would not have been enough. Uh, the great news is, is that was actually uh, held in committee, so it is no longer going forward at this time, so that's gone. Nice. That's yep. huge. That's really big. Yeah. That's enormous. So just to re- so the, the the bill that was going to make you go through a background check to basically buy any kind of part for your gun, any replacement part, part anything for your trigger, any all that ridiculous stuff. That bill is dead. That's huge. Yeah, this was this was one of the most scary bills written uh, in a long time. Uh, it would have. It, it would have effectively gutted the uh, the Second Amendment in California wholeheartedly. How did it get defeated? So, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people voiced opposition. I know Firearms Policy Coalition uh, did a lot of work in uh, creating a campaign against it and voicing a lot of, you know, firearms owners' opinions uh, through their website and their they offer an easy way to kind of sign your name to opposition letters when bad law goes uh, on the it's through the legislature. So I know they did a lot of work on that, and they're very proud to have uh, stopped that or been, been part of stopping that. Uh, I do want to caveat that, though. You know, this is California, so even though this you know bill should be dead, you know, our legislature likes to waive these normal rules and they quote unquote amend this dead language into active bills. So 
we still have a number of active gun control bills that were passed recently uh, through uh, the Senate and uh, you know committees and all that. So uh, there's still a chance they could try to do some shady stuff and get the language in there. So people need to stay uh, alert and pay attention to all this stuff. The other bill that I do want to tell you that did pass in some of the committees uh, was AB 2888. This was to expand the, pers- the, the persons who can petition for a gun violence restraining order. So it, it would allow employers, coworkers, and some school employees to be able to petition to get your firearms uh, confiscated from you before trial, before any due process, just because they have a bad feeling or you said something that they didn't like. Uh, right now, it's essentially restricted to immediate family members or police that are able to petition for these gun violence restraining orders. So uh, expanding it to schools and coworkers and employees, is uh, it's scary. You know, you think about how schools have a zero tolerance policy, you know, if you're, you know, 18-year-old senior in high school talks about how he went to the gun range one day and a teacher who doesn't like it, uh, you know, doesn't like guns, hears that, well, then if this bill would pass, she could petition the court and get, you know, his firearm confiscated from him, have to go through a whole legal battle just to restore your rights, you know, retroactively after they've been taken from you uh, just because someone doesn't like guns. Yeah, those those uh, gun violence restraining orders are pretty bad news, especially the way, you know, John, you and I found out firsthand the way they're being um, processed. Uh, you know, there's no safety net. <laughs> you know, that's pretty bad, right? I mean, it's it, it kind of no, a... No, there's not. And, and when they can't do a gun violence restraining order, they do a 5150 hold, uh, which is the mental health hold, and essentially... Uh, you know, as long as the police officer says, oh, I, I, I feel like there's a mental health problem, and they take you to the hospital, that's five-year prohibition on uh, owning and possessing firearms. Uh, it is getting abused in San Diego. Uh, I, I know firsthand. I'm working on cases uh, regarding that. So you need to be careful with what you say, what you post on Facebook, uh, because something as little as a picture or a meme can uh, can get you into trouble if the wrong person reads it. So uh, on that note, there's two other ones I just want to highlight that did pass so we need to pay attention to. It's SB1100, uh, that is restricts firearm sales to 21 years and older. So essentially would strip the Second Amendment rights to adults between the age of 18 and 20. So, you know, if you're a single mom uh, you know, uh, at 19, uh, you have no right to protect yourself with a firearm uh, under this bill. Uh, we have 1177, uh, which would restrict firearm purchasing firearms to one firearm every 30 days. So uh, at very most, someone would be able to purchase 12 firearms in a year. Uh, so they're, they're going after you know guns and possession and purchase and sales of firearms in every way they can in California. Uh, and they're not going to stop uh, until they are told you know by a court that they cannot do something. So... Uh, people need to pay attention to these, and you need to voice your opposition every single time they come up. You know, uh, recently we, I was discussing some of these laws over social media, and someone said, you know, yeah, they're just going to bring it back, and they're just going to, you know, they'll pass it later on. 
or they'll propose it again and, you know, well, have to fight it again. It's like, yeah, we're going to have to fight it every single time. And they're going to keep coming back and they're going to keep coming back. And every single time you got to voice the opposition Uh, and it's tiring and uh, no one wants to do that. But if you want your second amendment rights in California, that's uh, what it's going to cost. Now that the bill, if the bill passes to eliminate um, adults, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old adults from, uh, purchasing a firearm. What do you think the most likely courtroom scenario is for that bill? What, what do you think it is in its future? Oh, that, that'll be uh, challenged immediately, and I hope to be one of the lawyers that works on that because uh, it's just uh, wholeheartedly unconstitutional to try to strip the rights of uh, you know people that are, are are adults. You're you're a legal adult, therefore you get all the rights of an adult, uh, and it's an absurd law and. Frankly, I, I, I believe that, you know, they shouldn't even be allowed to restrict handguns to people 21 years and over. Uh, right now, you can buy rifles or shotguns if you're 18, but you can't buy handguns. Uh, frankly, if, if you can go to war and get killed for your country, you should be able to buy handguns. Uh, that's about it. Do you think you're that, an adult. Do you think that if... if uh... If it's challenged, I, I think I think you're right. It's you know you're smarter than I am. I know you're right um, that it's it'll get struck down uh, in court at some level level eventually. Um, but don't you think that's probably going to backfire? I mean, don't you think that the result will end up being that uh, you know eighteen, nineteen, and twenty year olds will uh, be able to buy uh, uh, handguns? Yeah, well, because when they first passed the handgun law, where it's you know uh, twenty one years and older, one of the rationales that was used is that, oh, well, they can still buy rifles and shotguns, so we're not actually, you know, infringing on the Second Amendment rights. We're just saying handguns aren't good. So, uh, you know, their their explanation will, will be interesting, and, yeah, that's the thing. If you are taking these fire, the ability to buy all firearms away from these people who are legal adults, well, and one of the you things know, you have, there's no argument. Yeah, one of the things the other side says all the time is how unreasonable, uh, you know, gun rights people are. But you know, the reality is the the, uh, the ability for uh, adults, young adults, you know, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty year olds to buy pistols. That's there's been a ban on that for decades. We haven't lifted a finger. You know what I mean? Like we're not fighting that. I mean, I personally think that if you're an adult, you should have all the rights that an adult has. But gosh, I got to tell you, we've let that kind of stuff stand. Um, it's the other side that truly has shown, uh, you know, especially in the last you know five ten years, and especially in the state of California, that what extremists they really are. I mean, truly. Yeah, I mean, it, anyone who tries to tell tell me uh, that, you know, people, especially, you know, states like California, they're not after your guns and they, they don't want to ban all guns. and That's not their goal. It's just common sense, safety or laws. Uh, they're either, one, a liar, uh, and they're outright lying to you, uh, or they are woefully ignorant. Uh, and those are the only two options. Uh, you're either a liar or you have no idea what you're talking about. If you try to tell me those things, yep. uh, you know, I'm involved in this stuff. I, I pay attention. I watch the laws. Obviously, uh, there is no question uh, that they want all the guns gone and yep. out of this state. Uh, and and it, it's so utterly clear if you pay attention that it is undeniable. 
All right, buddy. Hey, you're all fired up. Now go cut the grass. You won't even need a lawnmower. You won't even need a lawnmower. Get out there with those tweezers. All righty. Have a good one, guys. Check him out. Gasky, Dylan, and Balance. CAFirearmslaw.com. That's where you need to be. Hey, and if you're frustrated by the new California law and the AR law looking for a cost-effective, easy solution, then all you need to do is go to Cali Key. And they can fix you right up. That's Cali, C-K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com, CaliKey.com. Make sure you check it out. Up next, Hollywood is in the house. AM 1170. Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. Hey, you know, you've heard us talk about the importance of having a great company like Firearms Legal Protection. Well, do you any of your family members have a firearm? And what would you do if you got yourselves into a little bit of a sticky wicket? For $10 a month, you'll have peace of mind knowing you got a 24-hour hotline and legal representation. And I was just told John Dillon is on that legal team. Yes, he is. So you might be lucky enough to get the king. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. Firearmslegal.com. 469-310-9100. 469-310-9100. Pay the $10. Go get in trouble and see if we weren't correct. <laughs> they will get you out of trouble. Trust me. Lance, go do that, would you? Hey, hey. Real, real quick, um, tell them about that Cali key real quick. Go back to that for a second because, you know, a lot of people are still looking for a way to, you know, compliant their AR yeah. and don't want to take all apart. So you could just slap this Cali key in there. And it's not that it expensive. It turns it into a bold action yeah. and you're, you're good to go. So make sure and check that out. And everybody I know that's done it loves it. That's CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Make sure you tell them you heard it right here on Gun Sports Radio. You got it. For an extra hug. You got it. All right. Now Uh-oh. we have... Brought to you by the Gun Range of San Diego at 7853 Balbo Avenue in San Diego. Yeah. 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com for the gun ranges of all gun ranges. I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. We have Hollywood's in the house, Joe Holyfield. So how's your butt doing, bud? <laughs> it's a healing slow. Not as fast as you'd like. Not anywhere close. Have you been on another horse? No, not since. You want me to get you one? Yeah. I hook you, you know up, me, dude. You know me. I love I got a sway back down the road from where <laughs> I live. You, you don't even have to swing your leg over. <laughs> <laughs> Just step over. <laughs> Just step <laughs> Sorry. You know, uh, my dad always told me the best safety practice is to avoid danger in the first place. So just make sure you're out there doing everything right. What a concept. Uh, I know. It's weird. Don't think I ever heard that one before. (laughs) I should have been your son or your dad's son because I got to use that advice. So what's going on down at the gun range of San Diego? Well, you know, we get we get guys coming in, gals and people. You know, I say guys is a a human uh, is a is a human uh, pronoun. Um and they come in and we always we have such a wide selection down there and, and people come in and they'll ask you know why is this AR you know uh 700 800 bucks and this one over here is 2000 and that's a good question yeah so i mean a lot of times it comes down to just brand name you know uh some brands are you know they 
they market a little bit better. They are just, you know, they, they might have a contract with, uh, with a special warfare unit or something like that, which brings their um, uh, street value, whatever their cred, up a little bit. And so sometimes that's all it takes is just to have the right name. But sometimes the internal parts are different. And, um, you know, everybody goes, well, this is mil spec, you know, or this is military grade. Well, don't forget, military grade mil spec usually goes to the cheapest bidder. So don't, <laughs> Just like our government stuff. Right, exactly. So don't get too excited about it's military grade or, or whatever, you know, because sometimes these uh, uh, these companies that, that are out there, um, they they hmm. realize that they can make a better uh, a better farm, and they do. So one of the big differences that will change how much an AR costs and how it operates is going between what's called a direct impingement and a gas piston. Um, all all uh, AR-style rifles, the M16-style rifles, M4-style rifles, they are gas-operated, meaning a portion of the gas that is, that is expelled by the propellant will return back down to what's called a gas tube and into uh, the chamber and will cycle the action. That's what makes your bolt carrier group go back into the butt stock, you know, in your buffer spring. And then, you know, as part of the uh, cycle of operation, it'll uh, not only it'll cock it and then rechamber around. It'll unlock, cock, and then eject, and then uh, chamber a new round and lock in again. So there's a couple of ways you do that. One is you, you have a tube that goes all the way back into your, your bolt, and it blows that gas right into your bolt carrier group. And that's called direct impingement. And that is that's military grade. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we normally use. That's what most... Uh, most of them are, or you can use what's called a gas piston. Now, a piston is what like the old M14 uses. I mean, you were around back in the day. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, you had your upright and your piston, um, cannon. It was and that's, heavy too. And some of these will use a, a piston system, and whereas the gas will escape somewhere other than your your bolt carrier, your chamber, basically, mm-hmm. um, and. It runs a lot cleaner, and not only does it run cleaner, but it runs cooler. And the military uses this when, on guns that are going to be running full auto all the time, or if it's something we're going to be shooting suppressed. Because mm-hmm. when you shoot a suppressed weapon, you put a silencer on it, all those you know very little uh, gases escape out of the end of the barrel, and they all go back through that tube. So you'll, mm-hmm. you you want to use a uh, a gas piston to stop all that gas and heat from getting into the the bolt carrier group, mm-hmm. which is, in a, and over time, it's going to it's going to gum you up. Mm-hmm. So if you're an avid shooter and you're out there and you're running, you know, a, a few thousand rounds a week through your um, AR. AR, then direct impingement is going to be just fine. But if you want to start modifying, put you know silencers on there, or you want to run, you know, ten twenty thousand rounds a week on there, it'll probably behoove you to look into a what's called a piston system. And put a where you get a piston that's actually cycling your action versus having the gas itself blow back in into the bolt carrier group. Now, now can you say is a is it accurate to say that a piston system is more reliable than direct impingement, or are there too many ends if somebody? No, I mean, it's absolutely correct to say that a, a piston system is more reliable. You get less gas, less carbon, less dirt, less heat into your into your cycle of operation. And so it's going to run cooler, it's going to run cleaner, and it's going to run longer. Nice. You forgot to put your finger up, hey. but that's okay. Oh, we'll, I'm sorry. We'll let you slide. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll break it next time. Hey, I do have a question. Now, yeah. You just kind of touched on it, and that was a silencer. Right. 
I thought they were illegal. You can't buy silencers. You can buy silencers for sure. They are what's called a, a National Farms Act item, and uh, you pay a two hundred dollar tax stamp. And you know it's the same thing as buying a full auto machine gun or, or, okay. or whatever. It's a uh, or a short barreled rifle or a short barreled shotgun. Uh, you submit a background check. It takes any. I mean, not in California. I but, was just going to say, but in not other, in California, but in about forty-seven other states, and you submit a <laughs> you submit your background check, uh, your fingerprints, and they it comes back, and and then it's just an NFA item, and it's just something that's kind of registered. And you know, you brought up another good point. That is, forty-seven states, not I mean, forty-nine. 47. No, it's like most of them, all of them yeah. allow for suppressors. And right. because, you know, a lot of people think on the movies that you're just going to hear this. Pew, 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 now, is it a suppressor? Is it a suppressor or a silencer? Or is that both the same? Well, uh, it, a silencer, you know, a suppressor. It, it's a, it's a basically the same it's thing. It's the same yeah. thing. Okay. Because it doesn't silence the gun. It does you know, not. First of all. Yeah, you just. Well, it's, it's louder than that. It's like, it, it's like a Brad gun is what it's going to sound like. Oh, okay. It's still loud. Gun. It's a still, like a nail gun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's still loud. It's still but loud. it's not that loud. Right. You know, you can go without hearing protection. Yeah, oh, I but, got it, you. but okay. it's still loud. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But especially on a rifle, because what people don't understand is, even if you, you know, like an AR, even if you suppress your AR, it helps, um, you know, it helps the environment because it releases less gas into the air. Gotcha. It helps uh, the environment because it's less noise pollution. Uh, but you still, you know, it's still a, 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 that weapon is still supersonic. That bullet is still supersonic when it comes out of the barrel, no matter what. So you're going to get the loud crack when it breaks the sound barrier. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, yeah, it's not like you're not going to be hit that gun anymore. It's, well, it's like, I think a regular, what's about 130 decibels, something like that, a regular, you know, without, uh, without a uh, suppressor. I think with a suppressor, a suppressor will, will bring it down about 30 or 40 decibels. Right. Yeah. So you're still talking about like 90 decibels, which is like a jet engine. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, uh, um, you, you can get them as low as I've seen. I've seen some suppressors, to, you know, and again, depending on, what caliber? Yeah, and that the kind caliber of thing too. Right. You know, like a forty-five, a two hundred and thirty grain forty-five uh, bullet is subsonic by nature, so they're really easy to suppress. Mm. Uh, and for those, you can get those down as low as like sixty decibels. Oh, really? Oh, no. oh yeah. wow. Yeah. So, but like a three hundred eight, you know, you're going to be running about eighty decibels. Mm. <laughs> you know, wow. you know, and then uh, anything over uh, um, anything over 80 decibels, they say, use double hearing protection. Gotcha. You know. And Bristol Motor Speedway last night was 140 decibels. Ooh. Yeah, de- definitely need double hearing protection. Yikes. 140 Unreal. decibels. Did you, see the, did you see the big wreck today in Indy? No, no. I, I, yeah, I did with, um, what's his face? Yeah. Not good. Not good. Yeah, but it, he's it, okay. It took like an hour to rebuild the wall. <laughs> All right, getting back to guns. Right. Um, <laughs> Did you see that diver? Yeah. So, uh, do you know of get uh, to talk about uh, uh, you know piston and 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 uh, gas impingement? Do you know of a product that will convert your gas impingement to a piston that's good and reliable and worth it? I don't have one off the top of my head, but they are out there. Yeah, and uh, you, you you get them, you take them to a, a good gunsmith, take them over to Trident Gunsmithing, or even bring them to Gun Range San Diego. Uh, and let Alex Alex work on it, and they can install those. Or, you know, everybody's buying their, you know, everybody's building their own these days anyway, you know, yeah. because they want this, they want that. And you can buy a complete piston upper from a lot of companies. Oh, that's good. If I was going to buy one, I would either buy it from Wilson Combat or LWRC. Those are my two favorite uh, piston makers. Um, and I think that, you know, it's the biggest bang for your buck 
going through like uh, Land Warfare Resource uh, Center. I mean, HK makes one, but you're going to be paying about twice the price, that kind of thing. And speaking of um, purchases, I bought that Ruger uh, PC9. Oh, isn't that fun? Yeah. So it's in it's in jail right now. It's in the 10-day hold. Right. But what an amazing deal. So this thing, it shoots a 9 millimeter. So it's got stopping power. It it shoots it. It's right on target. Um, but also too, it it takes uh, Glock magazines. Takes Glock, yeah, you, they, Glock magazines. Glock really? Or yes. Ruger mags. Or Ruger mags. Yeah. And then it, you you turn this ring and it it breaks in two and you put it in your bag and. It's basically wow. like a ten twenty two breakdown, but in nine millimeter. Yes, and I love and that caliber. Take, and they take uh, Glock pistol mags, and you have this great. No recoil nine millimeter rifle. Super fun. Got All it. right. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM eleven seventy. The answer. Franklin, my man. Hey, welcome back. We had absolutely nothing to do with that music choice. Just thought I'd throw that out there. I thought it was beautiful. I knew you very, were. very refined. Oh, Tim, please. thank you. Look at you too. Very refined. Listen to him. Tim. Timmy's playing. See, some. T- Timmy's taking care of us. Uh, I know. Timmy's He's on the fire man. today. Timmy is the man. So, do you or any of your family keep a firearm or a weapon? Well, guess what? You need help. Especially if you get yourselves in the backseat of a police car. Well, for $10, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, firearmslegal.com will take care of all of your legal needs. 469-310-9100. And I just found out that John Dillon, our very own John Dillon, is on the board of Firearms Legal Protection. You very well may get that guy. You may have to tip him because he's that good. So check these guys out. Firearmslegal.com. Firearmslegal.com. All right. Hey, we've got a special guest on the line from Spy Optics. No, he's not from Spy Optics. It says Spy Optics. That was Mark last week. We have Paul Lichtenstein. Oh, we forgot to scratch the Spy you Optic did. off. I did. I'm sorry. You, you know, and so well, I, introduce this gentleman. You know, Paul's such a great guy in his group. You won't yell and, at me? And for some reason, he, he you know, I don't know, has a lot of patience and allows me to, to shoot with him. So I've been heading up to that uh, Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club, uh, conveniently located in Alpine, California. I hear him. And on Saturdays, I get there about seven uh, seven o'clock to kind of help set up, and then um, I bring five magazines with me. I, I shoot that TRP, just an old forty five. And these guys, there's some really, <laughs> it's really great, it's great forty five. Just an old great, yeah. What's this? great shooters and me. And then so I, Paul's Sign nice enough to, to come on and talk about it because um, you know he loves having more people up there. And if if you haven't done this before, please come on. Up there, if you've done it before or whatever, considering it. But um, Paul, we really appreciate you. Fifteen dollars, calling it fifteen bucks. I you mean, can't even buy lunch for $15. just help put the stuff away, okay, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, are you there? Paul, 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 Paul. Did he did he call in? He's on the line. Hey, Paul, hey. wake up. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. What were you doing? Shooting? <laughs> yeah, I was dreaming. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, well, you're entitled. You're living in Alpine. It's okay. That's great, yeah. man. So fill us in again on, on all this great stuff you do. I know you do it You do it south at the Lemon Grove Rod and Gun. You're also up at uh, beautiful Fallbrook, California, with my buddy Harold up there. Yep. Yeah, so um, Match Director, uh, along with several other people, for two 
different organizations. The Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club you're referring to, we just had a great match yesterday. We call it a hybrid pistol match. because I wasn't there. <laughs> so, you would have loved it. It was, it was yeah, so much fun. Yep. It was incredible. Four stages of uh, steel targets combined with uh, paper targets Dang it. Uh, using the i format. The i is the uh, International Confederation of Revolver Enthusiasts, so uh, their viewpoint of the world is a little different than IDPA-style shooting, which is based on the concealed carry, uh, shoot-from-cover type of scenario. So it's a little more open and, and um, uh, easier, to, easier to administer, but, boy, we have a great time. Uh, so yesterday we had four good stages, uh, lasted about three hours or so, uh, about 30 people, and everybody had a good time. Um, next Saturday at Pala, which is the other shooting range that uh, we are match directors for, me and several other people run, run that one also, um, is an IDPA-style match. That's the International Defensive Pistol Association uh, side of the house. Uh, we are called San Diego Tactical Shooters uh, in that venue, and uh, we teach people. Uh, let me say this up front first. It's not all about shooting. Both venues that we are match directors for, we, uh, we teach people safe gun handling practices. Yes, you That's do. That's the main thrust. That's it right there. Everything else that comes from that, that flows from being able to handle your gun in a safe and efficient manner, is fun. Yeah, and it's great that uh, you know you're providing this, uh, you know, uh, time for people. And uh, I mean, you, got, you guys have all been great friends for a long time. But uh, you know, we're we're trying to encourage people to to get out of the ranges and come up and see you, right, Mike? Absolutely. I, I got to tell you, I I, I I I was nowhere near as comfortable as I thought I was with my pistol until after I started shooting IDPA. Um, IDPA really gets you comfortable with a firearm, you know, um, and it's kind of one of those, you don't know what you don't know, and you get out there, and everybody's so friendly, everybody's so accommodating, um, it's just kind of taking the, uh, taking your practice up to uh, up to the next level, I believe. Yeah, that's, that's the great thing about both the Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club and the San Diego Tactical Shooters, is uh, as long as I've been associated with both, um, we take... Uh, novices and brand new people and we take pride in being able to show them how to handle their gun safely and efficiently and that's the main thing for us that's our main thrust like i said everything else from that is a lot of fun but the big thing is safe handling of those firearms and nobody is there to laugh at you even if it's your first match and we just had a gentleman who was shooting um for the first time with us yesterday and uh there's nobody who said oh what a dummy you can't anything everybody sought to give him the correct instruction and the correct equipment and the correct gun handling and everything else sight picture triggerable you name it yeah they all rally around and do that so that the new guy isn't so new after a while and becomes a very efficient uh, and safe uh, person to handle a gun yeah and just just to clarify it's it's not a class it's a competition but it's you definitely learn a lot it's kind of like yeah. in basketball it's like a regular range you know with a lane is like practicing your free throws, but IDPA and, all, and the other competitions that you guys do, it's like going and finding a pickup game, you know, and that's that's where you really get to refine your skills, um, and everybody's super helpful and nice. Yeah, and the best thing about it is it's a it's a you on one, it's you. Yeah. When it's your turn to shoot, you are the only shooter on that stage, and it's all you. So you and the range safety officer is your shadow, and make sure you don't do anything. Uh, inappropriate with the with the gun while you're running through the stage, 
and it's movement. It's not static. You're actually moving, you're retreating, you're going forward, you're moving to the right or left, uh, whichever way you need to go to engage the targets in the proper order. Uh, so it's a dynamic thing. It's not standing there and loading the magazine and shooting six rounds at the target at 12 yards. It's variable distances, and you're moving around through the stage, shooting different targets at different ranges. So it's a lot of fun. Well, we appreciate what you do, and, uh, you know, we're all in this together. We've got Mike Schwartz, San Diego County Gun Owners, you know, Gun Sports Radio. Um, You know, make sure and tell your crew if they're not members over there, Uh, because a lot of guys that have been shooting for a while, you know, they belong to a lot of great groups, but San Diego County Gun Owners has really been putting the the pedal to the metal every time uh, we say, hey, man, can you get a CCW? (sighs) Now you can. Now the answer is just, hey, Paul, who's the best shooter up there? I'm putting you on the spot. Who's the best? Aww. Say you, Paul. Dave say you. Oh, no, no, no. I tell you what, I shoot a lot, but I am just an average shooter. There are guys there that are that are masters, literally rated master, and they are just you just have to watch them to believe that people can handle a gun that quickly and that accurately. Yeah, the first one that comes to mind is is does Bill go still does he shoot up there with you guys? No, but there's uh RJ Aguirre. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I know that RJ, guy. <laughs> you ever seen him shoot a revolver? You would think he was shooting a semi-automatic. Truly, I mean, he's he's such a good dude. RJ is such yeah. a good guy, and he's such a yeah. you know off the range. He's such a clown and fun to be around. But man, you put a revolver in his hands, and he goes to work. He's an absolute expert, and uh, yeah. uh, you know, a professional and a, a gentleman and a scholar and a fine judge of scotch. He's wonderful. Yeah. And we have a bunch of others who are excellent. Uh, Kevin Marget is an outstanding revolver shooter. Brian Thomas. Kerry Standifer, who is a, you know, a, just let me give you a, a little insight here. This is not a young guy sport only. I'm 67, and I shoot with 75-year-olds. That just beat me all the time. <laughs> Kerry Standifer is in his 70s. He is a master, rated master in I-Corps. Have you ever seen him handle a six-shooter? I say, I want to be just like him in 10 years when I'm his age. I want to be that good. <laughs> You're right. Truly, you see guys in their 20s, you see guys in their 30s, 40s, all the way up through their 70s, and it doesn't matter. There are some average guys that are older. There are some average guys that are younger, but it's it it really is kind of a, um, you know. It's not just a young man's sport. Not at all. You want to compete? Come on out and, and do your stuff. You know, we're we're there's a lot of us old guys out there, old gray hair guys that you look at that and go, "Geez, you know, I didn't know your guys are that good." Yeah. So, and it's just, yeah, it, it's not just a man sport too. I see a lot of women out there. We love having women. In fact, uh, Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club does a a, a quarterly NRA sponsored function called Women on Target. The next one is in October where we have uh, range safety officers for shotgun, rifle, and pistol. And we man all three ranges, and we have about 15 or 16 of each of the different types, have about 45 women sign up. NRA pays for everything uh, as far as all the ammo. Uh, we bring our own guns, and each woman at each stage, whether she's shooting rifle, pistol, or shotgun, has an individual range officer with her showing her the basics of handgun handling and shooting, and then they we let them shoot at targets with using real live ammo under our strict uh, supervision. And I tell you, they come out of there; they have such a good time. Oh, and let me say, it's prefaced by a one-hour safety brief by two range safety officer 
ladies. All right. Hey, Paul, th- Paul, thank you very much. I hate to run you, but unfortunately, they're going to pull the plug on us. So thanks right. a lot for calling in, and we'll get more people up there. And, hey, folks, we really want to thank all our sponsors, San Diego County Gun Owners, Gun Range San Diego, CA Firearms Law, Firearms Legal, Trident Gunsmithing, Cali Key. They're all great. Check them out. Go to info at Gun Sports Radio if you want to chat with us. Hey, I'm Dave. He's Lance. He's Mike. He's Joe. We're out of here. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.